0: Well, Welcome back. We are at serenity break. We're going to take eight to ten minutes here and just refresh, regroup, recoup, slow things down, allow ourselves to be reminded of who we are in Christ, who He is to us, and hopefully go back into our day with a little more spiritual energy, a little bit of focus, a little bit of clarity of who we are so that we can be a better help to others and better service to God. I want to talk with you today about Jesus the mobile temple. The temple itself in Jerusalem in the 1st century was a magnificent structure. It uh, was impressive to all who came to it. Although it itself was less than the glory that Solomon's original temple had. It was nonetheless a very glorious and magnificent structure. And yet, it had become so corrupt, it had become such a representative symbol of religious corruption, that one of the first orders of business that Jesus had when he went into Jerusalem after his baptism was to shut it down. I know a lot of people believe that when Jesus went into Jerusalem, In John chapter 2, that he um, cleansed the temple. But that isn't what the text is referring to. The text is saying that Jesus condemned the operation of the temple. He ended the operation of the temple. He declared instead that his body was now the temple. So let's read that. In verse uh, 13 of chapter 2 of John's Gospel, when it was almost time for the Jewish Passover, which is significant. Jesus went up to Jerusalem. In the temple courts he found people selling cattle, sheep, and doves, and others sitting at tables exchanging money. So he made a whip out of cords and drove all from the temple courts, both sheep and cattle. He scattered the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. To those who sold doves he said, get these things out of here. Stop turning my father's house into a market. His disciples remembered that it is written, Zeal for your house will consume me. The Jews then responded to him, What sign can you show us to prove your authority to do all this? Jesus answered them, Destroy this temple, and I will raise it again in three days. They replied, It has taken 46 years to build this temple, and you are going to raise it in three days. But the temple he had spoken of was his body. After he was raised from the dead, his disciples recalled what he had said. Then they believed the scripture in the words that Jesus had spoken. End quote. So Jesus is going into Jerusalem just before the Passover. And he's going because he is a sacrificial lamb. He is the Lamb of God. John has declared him to be the Lamb of God. The time of temple sacrifices is drawing to an end. As the world prepares and as Jesus prepares to become the Lamb of God, the final Absolute, exclusive, and unique sacrifice. The atonement for sins. So he's also going to declare himself, his own body, his own physical body, to now be the temple. He put a sign on the physical building that's read, Closed obsolete, no longer effective, now we are to look to Him. And all the reasons for people to come to the temple for healing, for forgiveness, for reconciliation, for comfort, for the presence of God, was to be discovered now in Jesus. And not only so, Jesus was a mobile temple. Whereas for hundreds of years, people have had to come to the temple. People have had to come from many miles away, far journeys, to sojourn to Jerusalem, to come to the temple. Now the temple is coming to them. And he leaves Jerusalem and he begins his trek, even going through Samaria, and then back into Galilee and will return to Jerusalem one day. And as he goes throughout Israel, he is the temple. He is the place where God resides. He is the place where the power of God is made known. He is the place where reconciliation occurs. He is the place where healing occurs. He is the place where people experience the presence of the living God. And so it is today. His body remains the temple of God. His body being, of course, the people of God gathered. I saw a newsreel the other day of a church in Louisiana that had suffered some vandalism, was burned to the ground. One of a series of churches that had suffered such uh, terrorism. And the people were rejoicing about how wonderful it was that they were able to rebuild their building. And the pastor said he even felt a sense of new power by being in this new building. The people were rejoicing that the new building had been put back up. I looked over at my wife while we were watching that newscast, and she knew immediately what I was thinking. And that is this. That building has nothing to do with the temple of god that building has nothing to do with where god dwells that building stained glass pulpit whatever has nothing to do with the presence of god it is a reversion it is a convoluting of the old covenant temple back into the new covenant and the fact is the temple of god as it existed under the old covenant And when you can build buildings day in and day out, you can erect sacred buildings. I even had a Baptist preacher tell me one time that they told the architect who designed their their building to make it look like a church. This is how far we've drifted from the dock, folks. There is no temple. There is no physical temple other than the gathered people of God. The body of Jesus Christ is the temple, wherever we gather. And the good news is, just as it was in the first century, we remain a mobile temple, just as Jesus went throughout Samaria and Galilee and back to Jerusalem. We are a mobile temple, individually and together wherever we go there is the healing of God the reconciliation of God the power of God the very presence of God now we may gather in a building but God isn't there waiting for us we come he comes with us he leaves with us God resides in and among his people we You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. You are the temple of God. And whoever destroys the temple of God, God, him, God, will destroy. And how do we destroy the temple of God today? We destroy it by erecting sacred buildings and calling them the house of God. We destroy the temple of God, the true temple of God. No less than the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the Herodians and all those who conspired to destroy Jesus and crucify him. There are those today who would destroy the temple of God by pointing to some sacred building and stained glass windows and steeples and saying, there is the house of God. Don't believe it for a moment, folks come away from that come out of that jesus told the samaritan woman that no longer in this mountain or in jerusalem will you temple will the, the temple will you worship but you will worship in spirit and in truth the days of buildings are over you are the temple of god amen